Sorry, cool. my, my screen got really dark for a second. Oh, kind you're of, fine. You're it like, happened again. Excellent. Oh. oh, there it is. It looks dark. Oh, now you look. Oh, brighter, yeah. darker. All right. Glad I noticed <laughs> that. Before, oh, there's an eyelash on my phone. Before we did anything. So let me just check. A, <laughs> let me just check a filter there and see what's what. You know, it's always something different. Never seen it before. And uh, every week we uh, have so much fun figuring out everything. Now I'm going so to get really fun. blurry. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Expected that. You look like an anonymous witness. <laughs> you're fine now. Perfect. Yeah, I'm good. trying to make Let's it go. happen again. Okay. No, you're fine. Gotcha. All right. <clears throat> Five. Four. Four. Three. Two. It's one. One. Hello world is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the happy hour. Hey listeners, did you know that the regular season started? The Habs didn't. My name is David Auger. I'm at MetalDave02 on Twitter.com. Joined as always by Beth. Hello, I'm back and I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. And Veronica. Yeah, I'm at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And with a happy hour at happy hour on Twitter, uh, YouTube.com slash happy hour, happy hour.com and happy hour pod on Instagram, which, um, yeah, the Instagram is kind of weird. I don't know if I want to do it anymore. Seriously? <laughs> no, I, on Instagram. We just, we just, oh no. Did I say Instagram? Yeah. Okay, yeah, because, I mean, it just doesn't... It doesn't get all that much traction, so I'm kind of like, ah, oh. is there a point? Maybe whenever we have an outing, perhaps. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I gotta, I gotta reconsider what we're doing. But yeah, regular season started. The Habs, if we want to be technically correct here, and um, I always like being technically correct, they are technically in the regular season <laughs> on an eight game losing streak starting in may may 3rd where they went oh and five going into the playoffs and we all know what happened then um they went to the stanley cup final exactly yeah. now jump ahead for four five ish months Five-ish months, a little less than five months, and we're in yeah, the yeah. new regular season. The Habs start off 0-3. Toronto, the fucking Sabres, and then the Rangers. And, uh, yeah, they're 0-3. This is the worst start to a Habs season since 1995. Let's talk about some things that also happened in 1995. Uh, 1995, key events. Pop culture and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, the Oklahoma City bombing happened in 1995. That was awesome. Um, the Ford F700 truck uh, did something. Took Wah got traded. Wah got traded in 96, I thought. Was it, was it 95? It was uh, the Galileo spacecraft arrived at Jupiter. That's cool. I turned three. Beth <laughs> turned three. Uh, Michael Jordan returned to the NBA. From baseball? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Ooh. <laughs> I want to know what else <laughs> happened in 95. I didn't realize this, but the Quebec referendum happened, too, when it got voted they down. They lost again, the separatists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, That's why, yeah. 
it's all bringing back memories to me now. Yep. What got traded? Uh, uh, also, like to that point, I think it was the longest um, overtime playoff hockey game in history. Was that the Flyers one? Oh, really? I, I want to think... see Penguins. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm trying to recall I think it was that. Like a Pennsylvania team, like, and I heard like people like but left all and of these... came back. Yeah. Um. The uh, United States heat wave in the Midwestern United States killed 3,000 people in 95. Weird. Jesus Christ. Jesus, just fucking, it's crazy. Uh, 750 in Chicago. I vaguely remember that, too. The news headlines on that. It was really hot that year. It sucked. Global warming. We got to do something about it. Um, Climate change. Well, it's happening. Yeah. Climate change, yeah, there you go. Uh, O.J. Simpson is found innocent. <gasps> Oh my fit. god, the he Japanese quit. the Japan nerve gas attack happened in 95. Remember that nonsense? My god. When that freaking maniac let that, you know, nerve agent off in the subway down there? Oh my god. Um and Megan's law is passed, violent crime control and law enforcement helps uh, makes parents aware of the presence of convicted sex offenders in their neighborhood. Interesting Good. legacy that uh that law ended up having. <clears throat> Because somebody can go take a leak in a park and they can be, a, you know, branded a sex offender for their entire life. And they're like, that's kind of weird. I didn't want to have sex with a child, but, you know, you can't piss in the park, buddy. Weird law. Get Exposing got, yourself. It had a big blanket in it. It's very broad. Yeah. yeah. So be careful. Don't pee in parks and get caught. Um, Why would you want to pee in a park? If there's no public restroom. Man. I would never. The, I would The never. nights Did I have had. Pants? Uh, no, I'd hold it. I would hold it. You are a stronger woman than You're, many yes. that I know, Veronica. Same. Um, I have so many friends who there, would, but I would never. There were Sometimes. times in New York City when it's like. New York City? I just remember my one friend. I can't name her now. And she was like, Dave. Stand over there by the alleyway. I'm gonna go down here. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> did her business, and then we had to it's get desperate. the f out of town. So yeah, 1995. The Habs don't look good either. Maybe they looked a little better at the Bell Center, but it's been catastrophe after catastrophe after catastrophe. Let's talk about the power play. I know people love when I talk about the power play. It is so my bad. Is, my mom is very excited. It is so picture. bad. And it has been bad for so long. So, so long. We have photographic evidence of Jeff Petrie laying into point shots from the top of the umbrella of the play when Cole Caulfield is wide open. Wide open! And nobody's looking at him. There are children starving in Africa. We can feed Cole Caulfield a puck. <laughs> for God's sake. My word and God in heaven has to happen. They have to figure it out. I, I did. You want, the last time the Habs scored a power play goal in the regular season was May 3rd. Yeah, well, you're not counting all the months that happened in between. True. I got to look up their power play efficiency in the playoffs, too. But I didn't because that's not the play. Their, that's, their not, that's not the real game. The penalty kill was really good. The penalty kill was playoffs. extraordinary. Extraordinary. Who is not on the penalty kill now? Paul, Paul Byron. Philip Deneau. Philip Deneau. Also, that was going to be my next piece right there. Uh, 
There's so much turnover in the roster. Now, these guys are professionals. They should be able to play with each other. But what is David Savard? I have no idea what he is. I have no idea. I don't know if him and Sherratt are a great combo, aside from them being big bruisers. But they're not that effective when you put Sherratt and Savard out with Suzuki, Caulfield, and Toffoli. You gotta get the puck to the kids, and they can't. So the kids are stuck in the back, and it's just, it's a, it's so crazy. They, they also, they don't defend the point when they're in the offensive zone with the kids. They back right off when there's any pressure coming on the blue line. Like, the, 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 the hint they leave the neutral zone wide open, and it's just right back in the half zone where they're shooting on Allen. Thank God for Allen. But apparently, yeah, according to today, it. he might got a little dinged up. And Montembeau. I thought it was Evans. I thought it was Evans and Allen. I thought I read. Uh, well, Allen had a therapy day. Yeah, oh, was that it? Day. Yeah, just mm-hmm. a therapy day. Excuse me. And I said that he may be doing some stuff on his own with the goalie coach later. Yeah. Ah. But Evans is the one that might be. Eric Ingalls has all the goods. Yeah, I'll take a look at that later on in the podcast that we host together. Ensemble. (laughs) I think I had one more thing. Oh, Dave was going to say Montembeau, and I was going to wait for my comment until after his. Yeah, so the one thing I was going to say is that, um, you know, you can't fault Montembeau for Buffalo. But he still got lit up pretty bad. I I watched a little bit of the game when I had the patience. And, um, man, some of those goals, if he just had, like, his pad down, probably wouldn't be a goal. But what do I know? I'm an armchair general. (laughs) Yeah. And that that was my thing. It's like he had – he's had two weeks, if that. And he isn't seeing the team every day. He's not practicing every day. They're not practicing every day. He's had two weeks of scrimmages or what have you to figure out how to play behind this team. And Buffalo was the first time, his first real chance to see how they play in front of him. And so he's still likely figuring things out to figure out, okay, well, if they're going to do this, then I need to do this instead of what I would maybe normally do. The, it's a good point. Now, the problem with most of these games, Toronto, Buffalo, and the Rangers, Toronto didn't have Matthews. Now, closer game. Or, I, um, I, I threw yeah. that up to a whatever. They're the freaking Maple Leafs, for God's sake. Um, whatever. What the fucking Maple Leafs? Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not vaunting. Now, I'm not vaunting that fucking team. Buffalo, however, I'm pretty sure Zemgis Giergensen had a three-point night that night. Am I wrong? Like, are you going to stay and sit there and tell me that I'm wrong? Zemgis Girgison, excuse me, had a two-point night. I'm sorry. Zemgis Girgison. I saw the lineup. I think it was, I think it was Scott Matla um, of the, of the Locked On Kennedy Kennedy. podcast. uh, Podcast that he, he quote tweeted it and said, those sure are some names. (laughs) Because like that lineup was just nuts and i was like I, my, in my head i'm like buffalo always somehow gets our goat but maybe the habs can do it. they didn't the habs no. definitely did not do anything that night but that lineup i was like what year is it who are these people what dimension am i in 
because that it was just it was like they had just shaken everybody in a in a bottle and put them wherever. The Sabres scored three power play goals without Jack Eichel. So I know that I know that we're a podcast and we have to talk about these things, but it's the Toronto game. I don't think Montreal was bad. No, they were bad for like two periods, but that first period they're on fire. Like they started and the amazing. Buffalo game right off, as Darren Dreger said, right off. I think they sailed in there and expected that it was going to be easy. Uh, and also, this is a team that doesn't have Shea Weber in the room, Carrie Price in the room, Paul Byron in the room, all that stuff. Uh, somehow, I think that they just thought Buffalo was going to be a gimme. It, who was the next people? Detroit Rangers. Rangers. So the Rangers game was also not bad. The Habs score with the empty net, and we're not having this conversation. So it's just like, fuck it. Fuck it all. And tomorrow, clean slate. And Habs are going to win. Against the Sharks. My my thing yes. is, though, given how Twilight Zone things have been lately, with hockey in general, um, not just the Habs, like I, and just the, with the world, the way the world is right now, I think this is the this is finally the time. What since like what two thousand seven, um, the first time that the Habs win in the Shark Tank. Yeah, two thousand. Two thousand and since the year two thousand, so the first time in twenty one years that the Habs win in the Shark Tank. Um, I could be wrong, but you you never know. I mean, like the last couple of seasons, the Habs have had really hot starts, and they've won eight, ten, however many games uh, in a row, or had had streak had these hot streaks to open a season. Yeah, and they didn't start off this way so so far. It's still very early. It's still yes. October, but. That could mean that things are different during the West Coast road trip. I mean, the West Coast road trip normally happens in March, towards the end of the season. And this time it's happening in October. And I, like, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, the the whole thing, the whole West Coast is happening in October. So maybe shaking things up will help things out a little bit. They're still a little fresher. Um, They're not, they're not being up with injuries. They're not. So the jet lag or or playing later isn't going to affect them as much. Sure, they don't have Carey Price. They don't have Shea Weber. They don't have Paul Byron. And that sucks and that makes me sad. But figure it out. They'll figure it out. And they have this other advantage with having the this trip happen early in the season instead of at the back half of the season to their advantage. You know what's funny yeah. about the New York Rangers uh, Saturday night is that Jared Tenorti was a scratch. Didn't even know is he was he with on the, the Rangers team. now. Yep. <clears throat> I don't even know about him. Um, David, tell us about your. You were there for the home opener. Oh yeah, New York Rangers. I was there for the home opener. I was there for the 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 bewilderment in Buffalo. Oh, that's fucking right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I was both of those. <laughs> awesome time. Now, the thing is, I, I, I very seldom go to Buffalo games because the drive to Buffalo is fucking terrible. It is an awful, awful drag of 
pavement to that not godforsaken city, but it's just it, it's too much. It's four and a half hours <laughs> to get there. Four and a half hours. And it's I longer gotta, than a trip to Montreal. Yes, it is. I can get to Montreal and back by the time I go to fucking Buffalo and barely scrape by Syracuse. You know, it's ridiculous. Anyway, regard. Now, the th- here's cool. Here's the cool thing about Buffalo. I get to Buffalo. Well, okay. Chris Hilgenberg mentioned that he was going to the game. I'm like, hey, that's great. Let me look up tickets and maybe I'll go meet you there. No big deal. I figure Buffalo, long-suffering team, they're going to have tickets that are like 10 bucks in the nosebleeds. I was a little off. It was like 30-ish, <laughs> which is still extraordinary for an NHL game, especially with... It's un- unheard of Especially with Buffalo's freaking attendance that night, which was pathetic. But yeah. we'll talk about that, too. Regardless, I'm looking up tickets, 30 bucks in the nosebleeds. But then I said, hey, if they're 30 bucks in the nosebleeds, let me just herp derp down to the lower section and see how they're like. So I go right behind the Habs bench just to get a cautionary tale of what the price would be. 120 bucks a piece. Right behind the bench. And so I called around, found a friend to come with me, my buddy Heath, my line mate on the rejects, who's also a Habs fan. Brendan Gallagher is his favorite player. Oh, he must be a wonderful person. Oh, Heath is Heath is eight aces. He's a he's yeah. a cool dude. So I'm glad we uh, we went out to do that. And uh, it was my first time sitting that close to the bench for a game ever. Um, the only other time I was like that I was that low for a game was years ago. Habs Carolina. Like, years ago, like, Galchenik was still on the team. I remember he scored the first goal, and I <laughs> sat right behind the penalty box. I remember that. That was pretty cool. But this is, like, right behind the player's bench, and that was great. I nodded at Gallagher. He's like, yeah, fuck yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, Galley. And then, you know, we could just walk, you know, hop step over to the to the tunnel that they go into. I was like, fuck yeah, Romy. And he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, Romy. And then he walked in, <laughs> and then they got fucking Donnybrook. <laughs> all night it was an absolute embarrassment to watch and boy did buffalo let us know that they're like oh yeah for it's sure, not I'll the bet. north division anymore guys i'm like shit they're right it's the entire what the hell league does buffalo what the hell do buffalo fans know about anything well they know how to lose yeah until they're winning they are undefeated i think they're top of the league <laughs> right now buffalo that's that's like um the favorite favorite troll on twitter right now which is awesome. I know. I already, I already know that they, the the No, it's Pittsburgh. Buffalo is 6th. Yeah, but they're still oh. undefe- they're still undefeated. Yeah, but they yeah, they, <laughs> like way way Where where lost. are they on the division? Division, they are second behind Florida. <laughs> there you go. We're 3 games in. How um, the turntables. Oh, how the turntables. So the I even whole... know that, and I've never fucking watched that show. It's all good. So I don't even know what show it's from anymore. It's from The, the Office. office. <laughs> the really? American Office. The never American watched office it. Copy. So, um, I already know the name of this episode is going to be, it was zero and three. Or it was <laughs> O and three. That's going to be the name of this episode, if I remember. I like, thought... like, are you going to spell it the name Owen? Like O-W-E-N three? <laughs> Owen three. It was Owen three. No. <laughs> no, he's not. Sorry gonna... for having an idea. <laughs> I won't do it again. Um, but yeah, that Buffalo game was painful. However, uh, what was great is um, when when we went to park, like before the game, I noticed on the other side of the parking lot, there was a gigantic building. 
with huge letters in blue spelling Hofbrauhaus. I was like, oh my god, they have a they have a beer garden, a beer garden. in Buffalo. <laughs> so after the game, I had a few drinks and decided to drive home. I did not. I had a drink and we just hung around for a bit. Regardless, I was very pleased with that. And Heath and I had a very long four hour, four and a half hour drive home after <laughs> watching our favorite sports team get absolutely bludgeoned to death by a supposedly Bottom feeder team. They're trash. They, they're not making the playoffs again. Um, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. And then Morial. Did you take a nap? At Me? All? No, Dave. No. He, he stayed. He stayed up. Yeah. I I I I worked until noon. Heath came over. Then we hit on over there. Watched the game. Came back the same night, got up, went to work the next morning. So did you guys listen to went music or to did work. you just talk the whole time in the car? We sat in silence for four and a half hours on the way back. <laughs> that's, that's creepy. No, well, no, we, remember we, Beth, we did the after same. That, after that time, both. when we were in, in Montreal last, not last, whatever, February of 2020. And mm-hmm. we attended that game where the Habs lost. Was it the Rangers? Yeah, the right because we we like so. saw like the second half of the Rangers game. Yeah, we got there in like no, we got there in the middle of the first, I think. Okay, mil- yeah, because I my flight landed late because of the snowstorm. Yes, and then we went to that game. That drive was we, so much fun. And then we went to and Dave waited for me in the parking lot for like hours. Yeah. I took a, um, <laughs> took a I took a nap. And then when we landed, when I landed, I was just like, "What's the big problem? There wasn't even any any snow on the ground." Anyway. Um, remember, so the Habs lost that night, and then we went after Jabrutopia. Yeah, and Dave sat in silence. No, oh yes, like he an did. Hour and a half. Like an hour until, and the only okay. time that he spoke was to go. I bet it was <laughs> about was the it. power play. Didn't you order like you ordered nachos or poutine? Oh, you ordered poutine. That's You're, like, the other thing, poutine. though. He did. Like that. That waiter took like fucking for. Ever for us <laughs> with too. your beer, I had to go to the bar to ask yeah. for it, and then you got it for free. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah it's all coming back to me now. Oh, yeah, what was that guy's name? I get so many we went back, beers for us. free. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. I feel like I start with a J. Oh, it's and so then, cool. and then Sean Campbell came and joined us. Yeah. Yes, it was a lot. It was a lot of fun, but Dave was yeah. still like he was still really, really. I lightened up a bit yeah. once once Sean uh Sean came. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a it was a very quiet. I was like. <laughs> I was, I was a little afraid. I was like, what is Dave going to do? Uh, <laughs> anyway. What did I order? I think we... No, no, Brutopia he... is really great, you guys. Brutopia, Brutopia is great. If you're in Montreal, yeah. you should go. Yeah. Uh, that comes it was McLean's pop The obviously. recommendation of John Liu. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, John Liu. Yeah. Extraordinary gentleman. I didn't want to go to Brutopia at first because I thought that they only serve beer, and I don't like beer. But mm-hmm. they serve lots of different things. Oh, yeah. yeah. They have all sorts I of stuff. I got some there. kind of highball. I forget what. Woo-hoo. I think they got Wino, It was too. really strong, too. <laughs> <laughs> he like oh, yeah it, he, like we order he was like on fire liquor. this drink veronica <laughs> ordered like liquor drinks i think we got like whiskey gingers or something yeah and, yeah, like, yeah it was it was like this much whiskey <laughs> and this much ginger it was like and, a drink like, that they would pour you in chili yeah it was it was so strong we were like just it was like, one of those uh... i was like <laughs> <laughs> your hair on my chest 
It was one of those, you know, one of those mixed drinks where it's like, I got to freaking degrease the car with this later. So yeah. <laughs> pretty strong. It's pretty strong. But it, Brutopia's good. No food. open flames. No open flames. No open flames. No. Um, mm-hmm. They have sortilege. If you need sortilege, I made Veronica take a shot with us. That's <laughs> right. Man, that was so much fun. That was so much fun. Was we'll do it again soon. Pandemic. God July. damn it. I was really freaked out, actually, because I remember flying there. It was right at the end of February 2020. Mm-hmm. And the first case of COVID had arrived in Vancouver and it came from a plane that came from Montreal. And I remember my boyfriend said to me, isn't that weird that you're flying to Montreal right now? Like, and that's like the opposite thing of what just happened here. And now we've got a case of COVID in BC. And then like, just thinking about us in two jam-packed stadiums yeah. and jam-packed bars and then uh, when I flew back uh, on the Sunday night, the 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 airport was just like, I don't know if it was like it rush was, hour at it the was airport. It was really busy. It was really busy at the airport. And I remember thinking, because I kind of had the COVID thing in the back of my head. And I was, I remember thinking, this is kind of like, everybody's really close to me right now. And, you know, very little that we knew about coronavirus at that time. I still was already smart enough to be paranoid packed plane and we didn't get it but it's just like I remember at the time being wary and then everything got shut down for good so we snuck that trip in at the perfect time yeah I often like I just think about oh my god thank god I I you know went to Japan before the world ended yeah because now it's completely different everything is and it's uh everything is different it's going to take a long time for that to come back i wanted to mention too the montreal game the um the season opener in toronto everybody there wasn't wearing a mask oh yeah so that's another thing okay so we're going to talk about the home opener and i'll talk about buffalo too buffalo a lot of folks were masked some weren't but like i saw more masks than didn't and then um like i remember heath was saying uh, it's kind of weird. I'm going to make sure I wear a mask. I was like, yeah. I, did. I didn't expect you to be one of those folks, which is great. Didn't expect it, though, because, um, yeah. you know, he's I mean, just didn't he didn't strike me as a cautious, dude. cautious <laughs> of Corona guy. But I don't know. I mean, we just went my roommates and I, we just went to a concert and um, the venue had a vaccine requirement for attend- any att- any attendees. Buffalo um, did as well. And, like, you had to, like, show your vaccine card or whatever. Um, But my roommates and I, like, we, for the majority, I think, like, we we each got a beer while we were there. And so while we were drinking the beer, we didn't have it on. But, like, any other time we were in attendance at the concert, like, we were wearing masks. Just because, like, my my best friend and I, we both work in in healthcare settings and where we do COVID testing and we do see positive um, patients and things like that. And just like, we know, like you can still carry it and still contract it while you're vaccinated. And so we're like better safe than sorry. And it just made, it it felt weird to not wear one. Yeah. Also, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just feel like we're going to be in Canada or I guess, except in Ontario, we're just going to be like Korea eventually just wearing masks all the time. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I don't fucking care. I don't have to wear lipstick. Great. It's fine. It's like, I would, like, I wish that this had been a thing. Like, it had been, like, a social norm to, like, if you have the sniffles, if you have a cold, if you're sick, wear a mask when you go out somewhere. Like, I never thought – I mean, I saw it in other countries, but I never thought about it here. Like, no. I could have – I honestly could have just done it myself. Like, just gone and picked some up somewhere. Yeah. But 
I mean, now that's just going to be a thing. Like, I'm always going to have, like, masks in my car, masks in my bag. Yeah. Just have them handy. I've got masks all over the place. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I remember saying something, and I wasn't even being, I wasn't even being judgmental. I was just surprised because everywhere that I go in BC, people, I I went downtown Vancouver. Ugh, I hate downtown Vancouver. But I went downtown Vancouver yesterday, and everybody that I saw was wearing a mask. And even on the street, even on the sidewalks, you know, people weren't just pulling on their masks when they would go into a store. They were, everybody was wearing a mask full time. And it's just, so it's just normal. Mm-hmm. And um, so then when I saw that game in Toronto, where the entire crowd wasn't wearing a mask, it's just like, yeah, I'm trusting that you're double vaxxed, you're fully vaxxed, but you can still catch the virus and still spread it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you might not get sick and die like Colin Powell, God rest his soul, but you can still catch the virus. War criminal. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. He also also had quote. He also had quote. He also said he was sorry. Uh, All right. We get it. We get it. He's sorry. He also was immunocompromised. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he had like cancer and shit. Melanoma. So don't let this whatever. That was a really that was really surprising news though. But yeah, yeah, it came out of nowhere. He's such a double. He was such a both sideser. Anyway. Yes. Uh, rest in peace. Um. So yeah. So then I, I I mentioned something about it on Twitter. I wasn't trying to be judgmental, but I'm just like, look at all those faces without any masks on. Like, what's going on? I'm sure you are everyone's favorite that night. Yeah. I was everyone's favorite that night. And of course, all of my favorite um, Leaf fan followers, one of them re, not followers, they just stalk me. Um, one of them replied to me, I hope that you're going to say something when they play in Montreal. And I said, you fucking, you're fucking right. So I'll say something if, when they play in Montreal and nobody's wearing a mask in the rink. And so I was really pleased to see that all of the faces were masked in Montreal. A lot of them were. No, I was even up in the freaking All of them please. that I saw. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the home opener. I just want, I'm just, I'm just thinking about the kids. Children under 12 are not vaccinated. That's the only thing that I think about when I see a face without a mask. You could get, come into a habit, not know it, come into contact with somebody who is in contact with a child. Exactly. In New York. So just wear your fucking mask. Wear a mask, get vaccinated. If you yeah. don't get vaccinated, stay home forever. Yeah, stay home forever. Don't go to the hospital. Bye. Don't fucking go. Don't fucking go take a hospital bed if you've decided not to be vaccinated. Unless you like break a leg or something like that. You yeah. Know? Then then yeah, go to the hospital. But if you don't get vaccinated or whatever, then get sick enough to go to a hospital because of COVID. You're doing a stay disservice home. to humanity. Okay. <laughs> so in New York, out of uh, 115,000 mm-hmm. test results. 3,000 positives. That is around 2.5%. That's been, it's been a plateau ever since uh, the end of the summer or so. 2,100 people are in the hospital statewide due to COVID. That's up 58 today. And 28 people died. And that's been, uh, I've been keeping track of that forever. I'm always thinking if we get back below 2,000 hospitalizations, maybe we've turned a curve. But that hasn't happened. There's so many people in your state, too. Yes, there are millions upon millions. And this we isn't have a even gigantic. Province, this isn't but not even a like population. it's not even like New York City. It's like New Western. York City. It's like Western New York. Like um talking about like Mohawk Valley, uh, Buffalo in that area. Like it's Buffalo, then it's freaking 
cow pastures up until you get to wine country, and then cow pastures till you get to Albany. And there it is. Anyway, the home opener. Got back in my stupid little fucking car and drove to New York. I drove to uh, Harold. Key back Howard. um Walter. Walter. <laughs> Walter, my car. There was a W. I knew it. <sighs> Walter. So my Jeep is named Shea Weber. Yeah, my name Bonnie. Mine's um, named after a character from The Big Lebowski. So I get to the border. Mine's named after the captain of the Montreal Canadiens. Yes. I get to the border, and the Nexus Pass, the Nexus Lane is open at the border. So if you're lucky enough to have a Nexus yeah. Lane, do that up. Also, border is open to Canada November 8th or something like that. Yeah. So Canadians can visit the United States and catch COVID and bring it back to Canada oh, and you. start the whole cycle over again. Here. <laughs> Just go to Florida. Enjoy your vacation. Oh, Jesus H. Christ. No rules. That's right. Where public Freedom. officials were literally withholding data from public. Oh, my God. In order to make sure schools stay open. What a bunch that of That man should be criminally charged. Yeah, he's not because he's white and rich and we're in the United oh. States. Not going to happen. At what point are there criminal charges? Not our children happen. and our grandchildren are going to read this shit that happened. And, and they're going to wonder, what the hell were they why thinking? Would, what? Why didn't you do anything? Like, who were the freedom, this, like, the crusaders? This is worse than the 1918 <sighs> flu. Yeah. And I was speaking to my mother, and because uh, the Kraken uh, faced off against the Knights, and I was calling my mom about something, and they just happened to be playing that night. And, uh, of course, uh, they had a, a little bit of a special on the... Seattle Metropolitans, whom were facing off against the Montreal Canadiens for the 1918 Stanley Cup Final, which had to be canceled because half the team died because of the flu. <gasps> and, and then I told her, yeah, it's kind of weird how they're still dealing with that today because the flu still happened. She's like, yeah, it's weird. Didn't, you know even, didn't even <laughs> fucking think to consider that in 2118 or 2120, 100 years from now, COVID's still going to be fucking around on top of whatever the hell else we're going to concoct and ignore because we're a bunch of morons. So at the home opener. Oh, sorry, can I just interject something really quickly? Of course. I've been listening to a new podcast. Ooh. Um, no, this wasn't a new podcast. It was a case file that was about um, these um, children who, okay, so this family in 1940s Kentucky um had their house burned down one night on Christmas and the solder, the solder family had their house. They had, these people had 10 children because this woman couldn't keep her legs closed. And well, so, yeah, well, there was okay. a war going on, Veronica. That's we needed right. soldiers. Yeah. 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 No, the war was just over. And so, uh, five of these children perished but then they never found the remains of another five children. Was this one like they looked in like the haystack or something? No, it was it was somewhere in Kentucky, the Sodder S O D D E R family. And so then five of the other children, they never found them. They didn't find the remains in the in the in the fire in the ashes. And the doctors at the time said, "Oh, you know, obviously it was just so hot that the that the bones just disintegrated." Anyway, it turned out that these children had been kidnapped. And spotted and were spotted at various times over the following decades, the parents never were reunited with their five children. But it turns out 
that the reason that this family's house got burned down was because this fella, the father, the patriarch of the family, was anti-Mussolini, outspokenly anti-Mussolini, and there was a big Italian community, and they burned his house down. They burned his house down and stole his children because he was anti-Mussolini. Hmm. Okay, I have to turn off my video because my TV just turned on bizarrely. Hang on. Okay. All good. Oh, shouldn't have done that. Oh, no. Why? Ah, it's too much to explain right now. I'll have to edit it in post. Anyway. Um, the home opener. I went to it and it was awesome. You get to see Mika Zamana, Jan. Oh, so good. anyway, it's just, it's just, to me, it's just that the parallels to our current environment in, in which you can't say anything about the strong man, or we're going to bring out our AR-15s or whatever. It's just the exact same thing that was happening back then. Okay. Home opener. Sorry. The, uh, the best thing about history is how nobody learns from it. Nobody learns from it. Nope. Ever. I was listening to this and I was just like, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. 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 Imagine um, not being mad about speaking out against Mussolini. And then the, uh, well, let, let's talk about uh, America. That's essentially racist against Italians. I've been watching a lot of Sopranos and I feel a lot of Italian, you know, defense in me right now. Yeah. Well, my boyfriend's Italian too, right? So, so we there talk you about go. All the time. Great. Fantastic. Uh, this reminds me also of the article that I shared with you, Veronica, about the smallpox Yes. Uh, uprising in Montreal in 18-fucking-60 or 1880 or something like that when a bunch of anti-vax idiots in Montreal stormed the mayor's office or whatever the hell it was there. They needed to get cops with clubs and beat people Imagine until they stopped. They social media at that time. Yeah. Social media then was the freaking church bell ringing to say that yeah. we're under attack <laughs> from people. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, the cops the do the same thing. The thing that's happening in the, in the, in the United States yeah, right now also reminds me of 1973 Chile. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a police state, and it's going to get moderately worse. I'm probably going to have to be part of a one-state party to make sure I keep my job soon. Can't wait. <laughs> going to be awesome. Anyway, everything's great. So, I'm at the fucking home opener. I'm at McLean's beforehand. Got to meet up with a bunch of people. Got to meet up with Anik and Dan and a bunch of the Habs yes. Nightly crew. And that was really cool. Never met up with Anik before. How is she doing? She's doing fantastic. She looks great. Yeah. Awesome. Her, and Dan. her and Dan were really, really awesome. Did you meet Kuyas? Um, He's one of my OGs. I don't recall, honestly. He was at the there. bar. Maybe it was after the game with um, Christina and Jess. Oh, I jetted as soon as the game was over. Okay. I was like, nope. Might have been after the game. Not fucking with this tonight. Gonna no. go home <laughs> right now. Um, No, but I know I missed uh, Rene, Carl, and Pat. I know they were in town. I missed them. Yeah. They were at McLean's. I missed them, unfortunately. Um, I met up Abby. with Brian Wild. Yes, and Abby. Yeah. I met up with Brian Wild, and we got the chat finally face-to-face yeah. for the first time in a long time. It was good to see him. Um, And yeah. Does he say hi to us? Yeah. Okay. Of course he did. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I got to and I got to say hello to Justina and Jeremy and um few other folks. Uh, I got to meet Christina's fiance Antonio. Fiance. 
Yes. He's a very lovable man. He's so cute. Yeah. He's yeah. such a cutie. So yeah. that all worked out very fine. Uh, then I watched the game and the Habs lost, which was super. Now, thing is, though, there's a bunch, a bunch of stuff to, to mention about this. Um, I like the vibe. I like the uh, the aesthetic that the Habs have today. It kind of reminds me of Blade Runner. It's very neon, very uh, retro futuristic stuff going on with about? all the graphics and the the graphics, mm-hmm. the graph, the gold graphics that they're posting. It's oh, very right, right, right. Wavy, okay. and I'm mm-hmm. here for. I've been in a synth wave era. Yep. Synth wave, um, baby. It's been so good. I have this movie that I'm trying to write. The, and I want to direct in my head. Like I have not put anything on paper. But I have like a movie my, in my head too. In my head, I want it to be like hockey and synth wave and a little bit of scariness and just Blade Runnerness. And then the hats were it. like, "Oh, here you go, here you go. <laughs> Look at this neon soundtrack it's written by you. Kavinsky. Enjoy. Basically, um, yes. Uh, Kavinsky, um, Alex. That's all capitalized. And who's my other cool synth wave um, I really artist? Like- they're so random, the names that I can't They're, even. They really think of are it. random. It's like Fall Out Boy songs. Oh, then, then, then like Power Glove. That's another guy. And fucking. Oh. Anyway, getting off topic. Um, the intros come out. Uh, Jeff Molson. Never seen him speak at a game before. He spoke for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, told the, ha- uh, told the faithful to get loud. And yeah, it was a full house, which was incredible to experience because it, the last time that happened was. Uh, not the weekend that we were there, but whatever the last game was after. The last game. After that fact. Um, yeah, the 12th or the 11th or something. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's been at least a year. 550 plus days or something like that, if I recall yeah. correctly. Michel Lacroix the other day was on TSM yeah. 690 and he quoted it. He looks so good. Michel Lacroix. So good. He does have a new office. It's right yes. next to the DJ booth. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny enough. He must love it. He's right there in the middle of it. He loves yeah. it. Funny enough is is the fact that Justina literally had the row in front of him. <gasps> which is crazy. I don't know if they managed that on purpose or it was just blind luck. Oh, but, it just happens to them. They're so lucky. But they the next hurt. time I go to a game, I'm getting fucking getting there. <laughs> You're God getting damn just buy and then you can then you can buy him red wine and just pack Yes, because Michel Lacroix, yeah. he is a party. He but, oh my gosh, he, he loves to party. Mm-hmm. He loves red wine. So if you ever just want to get him a gift for some reason, yeah. a nice bottle of a nice red that you like. <laughs> we have to get him enjoy. we have to get him next time uh the Habs are on a road trip. Oh yes. for sure. For sure. Um let's see. I'm trying to think, trying to think. Uh so yeah, yeah, uh intros are coming Sorry, out. The whole yeah. um uh, whole um you know the experience of uh calling out everybody. Shea Weber and Carrie Price are of course named as part of the roster. Mm-hmm. Huge ovations, but perhaps not as loud as a number Catravandus. Jonathan Druen takes the ice at the Bell Center and he gets a raucous ovation that does last quite a while. And um, he was the last player announced. He, he was, was the last player announced because mm-hmm. he is 92, so nobody's after that. Thank God. And, um, yeah, that was it. Uh, oh, and you know who else got a really big ovation? Dominique Ducharme. Yes, he did. Dominique Ducharme did get a big ovation. More people like him than hate him. The yes. haters are really loud and squeaky wheels, mm-hmm, but... Mm-hmm. 
more and people understand his one thing, value. One thing that is really frustrating me with, I mean, definitely with some people that are Habs fans, but all, just with hockey in general, they are not willing to give hockey players and hockey personnel the same grace that they would expect at their own jobs. Just because somebody is on television or is getting played, getting paid millions of dollars and what have you does not exclude them from having feelings or for getting the chance to try things out. Um, is Mark Bergevin lucky to have been able to go through three different coaches during his sole tenure as the Habs GM? Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that this is the third coach, so he's automatically done after this season. We don't know. You never know what the hell Mark Bergevin's going to do. If you try to predict it, that's – I mean, you can try, but I feel like you look really silly. Um, and also, Dominic Ducharme, he has not had a full season with a team. He has not had a full season with this team. He's not had a full season with this team with fans in attendance, which we know fans in the Bell Center make a world of difference for the players on the ice. Um, and nobody wants, or not nobody, but people are not wanting to give Dominic Ducharme grace and let him figure things out. There are still a lot of things that he has to figure out how to do. He has a whole new set of, he has basically half a, half of a brand new team right now. Um, and he was working with half of a brand new team last season that he didn't put together or he didn't have as much of a hand in. So people just need to chill out, take a deep cleansing breath and calm the fuck down. It's game three. It's game three, exactly. Tomorrow's game four. The Habs could beat the Sharks for the first time in 21 years no. in California. They could. They're not in California. Said, oh, they're at home? It's not a yeah. road trip. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh, I really thought it was at home. I really thought it was a road trip. Okay, I'm crazy. That's okay. Because I thought the Kraken, I thought they were playing, I guess they're going on the road in a couple weeks because they yeah, the Kraken, Kraken, they're playing in, in Halloween. Seattle. Okay. This week is and, all anyway, at home. My apologies. Um, that's I, fine. I have, that's like the third mistake I've made with hockey today. So it's yeah, fine. that's fine. But, um, and also the other thing that you have to think about Dominique Ducharme is that right now he has no Shea Weber, no Joel Edmondson, who is kind of a big deal. A big, he is a big deal. Carey Price, it, Mike Hoffman, who might be making his return tomorrow, and one more who evades me right now. Paul Byron. Byron. Paul Byron. Paul, sorry, forgive me. It's okay. Um, and it's just well, like, like, and people are like today all like clutching their pearls about how Dominique Ducharme is switching yeah. his lines. You're fucking right. He's switching his lines. Exactly. They haven't yes. won a game yet, exactly. and he's got all of these powerhouses that aren't at his disposal right now so it's just like yeah his job is to win a fucking game not to make your favorite player happy no like it's like literally like, like if like if if hockey was just putting the players that you like or you saw playing together playing together and winning didn't matter then that's what they would do but yeah the point on at the end of the day the point of it is to win a game yes we're here to have fun yes we're here to see cool stuff yes we're here to celebrate the players and the habs could lose all 82 games and i would still love them i'd be disappointed but i would still yeah. love them and i'd be excited to see them play next season yeah <laughs> still can't the, wait to see the, next game. the players and the personnel get paid for winning games that's their that's their job and they deserve the ability to take a step back sometimes and figure something else out when what, when what, what, what the way that they're doing things currently isn't working. 
Yeah. And it's just, it's the two points that matter, right? Ultimately it's all you care about is the two points, but the Toronto game was close and the, the Rangers game this close, Mm -hmm. you know, if they score when they've got the empty net, we're not, we're not fucking freaking out now gonna let's let's talk about that for a second in buffalo uh that was a disaster and i don't blame it on montambo all i knew was that as soon as i saw dan o'rourke was officiating buffalo i was like oh (gasps) we're in trouble as soon as i heard that craig anderson was the goalie in buffalo i was like oh didn't realize craig anderson was on the sabres Backed up by Dustin Tokarski. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a lot there that was like, oh, interesting. What can, what can, we got goalied in Buffalo for sure. For we sure. also got goalied at the Bell Center as well. Cause I mean, is that Shesterkin? 32 shots and Shesterkin was very good. He's on so good. All it's, of those shots. So. Ridiculous. That's going to be a problem. Now, who was the official of Saturday night's game? Motherfucking TJ Luxmore. Oh, my God. How did I not know this? I thought I was following scouting the refs. So, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, my God. This isn't going to work out for us. And certainly did not. Well, it was Rangers got four power plays to capitalize on one of them. Habs got yeah. three. Didn't capitalize on any of them, but whatever. <laughs> That's the power play is going to be bad forever. That's just there, there's no answer to it, unfortunately. Well, it Mike is Hoffman. Um, enter Mike Hoffman. It is an enigma that that will one go thing, unceasing. Honestly, one thing that I would like to see is just I want somebody to say fuck it and skate and ice five forwards for the power play. Yeah, not. I don't know. I, yeah. I, it's, it's, it is a really bizarre to me that you don't pass to cold coffee. Here's the problem completely with the power play. A 5v3 ought to be a goal. The Habs yeah. can't even get motherfucking set up on a 5v3. They, it is so bad. I just, it, it, like against, it was against Toronto. I think there was a 5v3 and they just, they had no, there was no semblance and the Rangers of too. an attempt. And against yeah. the Rangers. And it, like I watched it live. And I'm like. These guys got to fucking shoot. At some point. But. Oh well. Um, Before we get to here, I do want to comment on the fact that. Uh, Jonathan Joanne did score. A goal. Yes. He he's the only goal scorer. He scored, he scored two goals. Um, he's Because he scored. in For Toronto. In the Toronto game. So yeah, he scored in the game, and then he scored at the Bell Center as well. Yeah, yep. Um, and Chris Weidman scored the goal against Buffalo. Those are yes. the only two players that have goals. And isn't isn't because Weidman's a defenseman, right? Yep. Yeah. I forget. Okay, so Jonathan Joanne is the only forward with any goals right now. Three games. I love it. I'm I'm really happy for. The I'm goal. super happy for him. Three I'm goals. He's I'm glad he's feeling good. Three losses. Himself. And yeah. Now, um, and it did that line, I love it. I love it. I love it. The uh, what I see there, some uh, consultation, I guess we can take from that is uh, Chris Weidman has more goals than Justin Tavares, 
Mitch Marner and Austin <laughs> Matthews DeFerris. combined. Justin Tavares. Is it Justin Tavares? Is it John? No, it's John Tavares. He got mad. Uh-huh. He was talking about how people called him pajama boy, and he's like, it's actually bed sheets. So it's just like, you know, now everybody's you know going to call you pajama now, boy for the rest of your life. You are now bed sheet boy. <laughs> what, which one would you like? Yeah. Oh, it was in that all for nothing special. <laughs> he mentioned they put that in the special. He, that, he, he said it. He said they kept on talking about how I'm that thousand pajama boy, but it was my bed sheets. And I'm like, what I, are you doing? <laughs> um, You're showing me where I have to plunge the knife. Somebody I don't I don't remember who it was. And I'm sorry. I believe it was a woman I follow on Twitter. And I don't think that they're a Habs or a Leafs fan. They were just like, God. I watched the all for nothing or the all or nothing special. And I can think of 31 other NHL teams more interesting that they could have made this special <laughs> about. I, I'm the one that said it. Or that was you? Said, yeah. No, I, I, don't, I couldn't remember who I can it was. Some random woman. interesting teams. I, I was like, I know it's a woman. That's it. My <laughs> Listen, I do not have memory. I... I'm a moth, and I just I'm like, oh look, it's goldfish. shiny and bright, and goodbye. Beth, be, have you started watching Ted Lasso? Be a goldfish. I have not. Okay, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Be a goldfish. I suck, but I'm going to watch it. I promise. Okay. Be goldfish. a goldfish. Be a goldfish. Yeah, we can't talk about that anymore because I'm they, a goldfish. They had the, uh, you know, oh, that's good. That's good costume. Um, all right. Um, so the home opener happened. Still doing the same costume that you were planning on doing. Oh yeah, I I, okay. I have everything except one crucial prop that I have to uh, pick up after I'm back from Vegas. Be... Is it a? Does it have wheels? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, that's uh that's where we are. Home opener happened. Uh, the Habs close the game on a power play. They pull Allen during the power play, so it's a five v five with an empty net. Officially a Rangers power play, and they yeah. Good luck doing yeah. that. And that's uh, what they did. And that's what happened. Three to one. The Rangers win. And the uh, Habs started 0 oh, 3. Uh, last regular season win was in May. And uh, here we are. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow will be. Oh, yeah. Um, Maybe. Maybe tomorrow. Rod Francis, who is a Montreal, like a, like a local personality, he used to be on a Mitch Melnick's radio show. Mm hmm conservative um the prince of a fellow he he tweeted something out yesterday about um hey you know like let's remember like the team needs its fans even during the dark times and i'm just like i'm just like number one i'm just like oh and three it's three games like jesus christ like i was thinking i'm giving them 10 to 15 games because because of this group that you know is missing so many big players. So I quote tweeted his tweet and I said, you know, Weber, Price, Hoffman, eh, Edmondson, and Byron. And I'm just like, we all knew or should have expected that this would be, that, that we'd come off to a rough start. And again, I repeat, the Toronto game and the Rangers game were close. Yep. You don't, yeah. you didn't pick up the points. But those games were close. And he says, oh, I love your optimism. I was just like, it's not my optimism. It's facts. I'm just, I'm just being patient. Like, we've got all of these players that aren't there. But, you know, in the radio community in Montreal, they all just think I'm just like, a, what's it called? Pollyanna. I mean, 
like I don't listen the American school system is not great however we have to do science projects until like from like grades elect or sorry grade six until you graduate basically and every year like you have to do some sort of experiment you have, to have a hypothesis you also have to have a certain sample size in order to get the best results that are the most accurate as possible so three games out of 82 is a crap ass sample size crap ass crap ass you can quote me that's fine but it's a crap ass sample size and you gotta you've gotta have some double digits in there in order to make any sort of prediction or justification for your bemoaning of the hockey team and also if the hockey team is making you that unhappy don't watch take a break take a it's okay to take a break from something that you enjoy if it is not bringing you joy you don't but you don't have to discourage other people from enjoying it you don't have to bring other people down but you are more than welcome to take a break we'll be here when you get back and when you're excited ready to be excited about it again we'll be like hey let's go i got i've got snacks but just take a break it's okay I have something more to say. And I think that, I, I mean, this could be a, become a broader conversation about the general manager, but the, the, the constant, like me, 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 that little snarky little line about how Mark Bergevin only wants to make the playoffs. Mark Bergevin doesn't only want to make the playoffs. He wants to make the playoffs because you can't win the Stanley cup. If you don't make the playoffs, yeah. because what he's always said, do? We have to make the playoffs. Our goal is to make the playoffs because that should be your goal. You should, that should be your goal. And if last season is any indicator, as David mentioned at the start of this broadcast, that they were 0-5 going into the playoffs and then they made the Stanley Cup final. And they actually did make the playoffs. And so as a general manager, that should be your goal is to make the playoffs. The ultimate goal is to obviously win the Stanley Cup if you don't make the playoffs, you can't win the Stanley Cup. Exactly. So stop saying Mark Bergevin just wants to make the playoffs. No, that's not what he just wants to do. The playoffs are the real season. When people say that, that's the real season. Everything up the until then is a distraction. Mm-hmm. And that's right. And we got 79 to go, baby. So buckle up. Can't wait. Don't be a and great the same thing, half same year. Same thing that I said right before the playoffs began is team one and team 16. It's all even now. Facts. In the playoffs. And the playoffs regular season does not give, yeah. does not mean anything. No. And it's just, like, you know, and it got so bad last year that Leafs fans started saying the regular season is actually more important than the Stanley Cup. So people Damn just it. rationalize crazy shit. They are simply beyond redemption. <laughs> it's just like beyond help. How much is Weidman paid? I think like, he's got league minimum, no? Chris Weidman, where is his uh, where is his uh, cap friendly? I don't know anything about contracts, yeah, but for some reason, I think he's league minimum. Of all things, let's see. So, yeah, uh, yep, cap hip. He is a league minimum. And while, let's see, the three players he's outscoring currently. I wish he would pay me league minimum. <laughs> he's outscoring everybody, but Jonathan Drewing. Uh, yeah, yep, yep, that's right. And then, so oh, Toronto. you mean, oh, yeah. Toronto he's Maple Leafs. Okay, so 30 million. Okay, okay, so 32 million dollars for zero points between Matthews, Ferris, Marner, Chris Weidman, 
gets a goal against Buffalo. There it is. Well, Howard, there it is. But uh, but um, I think it was a uh, Nick Suzuki and Carey Price that are overpaid. That's what I that's what I heard. That's what I heard. Oh my God, we pay, we play the Carolinas on Thursday. Yeah, can't wait for KK mm. to get a hat trick then, and for certain work. people to write about it. So Alex Belzil uh, is <laughs> on waivers. We'll find out about that tomorrow if he clears or not. Is more he on like, waivers? Yeah, more yeah, than likely because, he clears uh, and gets sent down to Laval because uh, Hoffman. Brooks, Hoffman's about to be back. Hoffman. And Brooks should play. I've had enough of the Perot Paquette stuff on the fourth line. That's, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's a new look. Arturi's like, sure. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Pierre yeah. Gervais oh. will be retiring. He is the equipment manager of the Habs, and he has been the equipment manager since freaking... I think 19... Since I was born. I can't imagine watching a game without him behind the bench. So fantastic. The guy, he's... It was put by a, a Twitter personality that he is the Wayne Gretzky of equipment yeah. managers. Aww. So um, we can expect to have an even worse season next Je year. Je now then, uh, Canadiens, they also feature land acknowledgement at home games now. Yeah. As uh, mentioned. Which Montreal. apparently they're, they're, they're slow on that. Um, it was last, the last ones on that train, but good. Thank no, you. They didn't, haven't had a holding game until now. No, but apparently like somebody, when I said, when I commented on it, um, Nana Roo, um, who's one of my OGs, she said that the Canucks have been doing it, quote unquote, forever. Last time I was at, at a Canucks game was 2020, was I think. Me. And I yeah, and there was, no land there was no land acknowledgement. So I don't know about forever, forever, but at least recently. And and yeah. and Montreal has been been late to that, but good for them. Yeah, at the very least, yeah. Yeah. So there's that as well. Um Ryan Paling, assigned to Laval, had himself a, a game last week. Oh, yeah, Laval's home opener was a freaking barn burner. Oh, yeah. Killed the Senators. Then the Senators, the next game, killed them. So who knows what they are. But guess what happened to Ryan Paling? He's out on a fucking concussion. Again. I'm sick of it. <laughs> he doesn't know how to fucking protect himself. Again. Yeah, that's an issue. Like, if you've had, like, with a history of concussions... Fucking you look it. at the hits that happen, and he's like, he he's skating around like fucking weekend at Bernie's, and he gets laid out. Fucking keep your head up, look around, whatever. I'm the Ryan Paling experiment to me. He's a fringe player. I'm done with it. Over. Trade him. Moving on. Uh I want. I want. I want. I want him to succeed. There's something about him, even though he's a bit of a mega. I there's there's something about him that that makes me want to cheer for him, but it's just like, dude. Well, first he has to learn how to play hockey. <laughs> if you want to play with the big boys, like you gotta fucking. <laughs> this is yeah, like and in the AHL, he, it's, it seems like such a fucking bloodbath. Oh, it is, but there are plenty of players in the AHL that get out of there unscathed as well. Yeah. But yet every year he has some. You know crazy who else didn't get out unscathed? Well, yeah, he had a spleen thing. That's a bit Connecting. different than a. He had a ma well, it was a major injury. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think someone speared his ass though. That's a that's to me that's there, a bit there different. There is fucking getting dirty. Hit. Yeah. Get hit. Get hit. Beth. Um, 
I just remembered that Sammy Niku um, yes! is rumored to be started coming back, and that's another reason why Belzeal was put on waivers was because they're going to need a spot, yeah, possibly for him as well. So the the Finland scales are going to balance again. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be kind of weird trying to see where Sammy Niku slots in if he plays tomorrow. If he plays, because the Sharks are such a weird team. To I don't me. even know who's on the Sharks anymore. You all know who's not? Fucking. Joe Thornton. Who? Huh? Joe Thornton? No. Um, fucking in 21 game suspension shitbag there. Fucking. Uh, oh, Vander Kane? Yeah, Vander Kane. Uh, having a fake vaccine card or something. Yeah, he got a. What he, happened there? I heard something about that. He, he was, I don't know. He violated was- COVID something with the NHL. So he's on a 21 game suspension without pay. And then the NHL PA in the same statement said that we cannot validate, uh, oops, we cannot validate the accusations made from read from his wife about him, about domestic abuse. It's like, and, and they were saying there will be no more comments on the matter. Really interesting to put all that in a neat little, Statement. In the same thing? The in the same, same statement. Mm-hmm. The same official the, statement graphic. The allegations were so specific. If Andrew gains a piece of shit, like, I do not, not have to hear both sides there. Fuck him. No. Last bit of good news. Eight-year contract extension for Nick Suzuki. Eight years, seven and a half. Uh, a little Nick Suzuki! So Nick Suzuki. His parents are so cute. Amanda and so Rob much. Suzuki were all over. We're all over the place. They're, They're so, so cute, so sweet. And They're awesome. Nick Suzuki um, deserves it, and he's only going yep, to get better. Every penny. Every penny. Every penny. And uh, now and we're I over time. And I will not tolerate. Um. Oh. Oh. I sent out a tweet. Not. I saw a tweet, and I sent out a tweet, and I think you guys saw it about why didn't Nick Suzuki have a press conference with Jeff Molson and oh, who the Zeman fuck like, cares? What the fuck are you, what are, who even thought about that? Like who, who gives Suzuki? a shit? Is that Weber announcing his captaincy? God damn it. He had a press conference. The Habs announced it in a formal thing. Like, please uh, just like, find, find something, something else, else find to get something else. pissed about for fuck's yeah. sake. Like, like I said, like are, what are you, learning. Tony Marinaro? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, not every player gets a press conference or with with the GM and the owner. Like, like it's no okay. player does. The it's, only ones that I've seen getting that press conference are when we acquired Jonathan Drouin, uh, when Max Pacioretty was named the captain, and when Shea Weber was named the captain. Yeah. I mean, you maybe, know who didn't fucking get a press conference with Jeff Molson and Mark Bergevin was Carey Price. When he signed his mammoth eight-year contract yeah. that would make him be a Montreal Canadian for the rest of his life on July 2, Seriously. Uh, 2018, or whenever that was. Carrie Price didn't get one. Seriously. Calm yourselves, for heaven's sakes, people. Wow, like, our it, cap it, it, situation. Is, like, we're looks, mid-season form right now, have sense. Looks great for next year, actually. Can you imagine if we lose four games? What's going to happen? Like, what what shit people are well, going to be talking about? It's okay like four means, because four means death in Japanese, so we're dying. Well, yeah, no, in Chinese, I know Chinese. because um, we have we have a, a large uh, Chinese community where I live, and when oh, people and price and when people price game. their houses for sales mm-hmm. for sale, it has to have they have to have a lot of eights. 
because like, eight means life. And like, and red Anything also with four means people death, won't buy it. They're going to be at home, so they're going to be with their red jerseys. Yeah. Like the fourth game. They're just going to pick stuff out of whatever. Yeah. Like, that has well, nothing to do with Well, in 1995, the Habs had a five-game losing streak until they won against the Leafs. Almost and there. they broke it. So it yeah. was, <laughs> they lost they against Flyers, Panthers, Lightning, Devils, Islanders. Wow, they got smoked for those games too. Seven to one against the Flyers. Jesus. This is not 10 nothing. Like, so I totally don't remember. Like Columbus, yeah. Oh my God. Awful. Anyway, so all that happened. Well, you know, we can look forward to the uh, Detroit game. Uh, oh my God. This weekend. It's going to be great. Yeah. I don't think I'm, I'm going to be able to watch any himself. of them. What a. I just don't understand. He called someone my a Mitch and he's a fucking are idiot. Okay. And some are not. Like nobody, people, people, people do not. The people don't care. People don't care. They just don't care. Or they, they're selectively caring. Mm-hmm. Like Philip Sedina. Them. Remember how he was going to fill up our net with his pucks? Still Has waiting. He been to Montreal. Still yet? waiting, Sedina. I don't think so. Yeah. Yes. I think he was in. Was he in? The, I thought he was in the AHL. I don't know. He no, scored against Montreal once, and you know once, they fucking okay. had a parade in Detroit because of it. <laughs> That's the only one they're gonna get. <laughs> well, not with this team, Jesus. Anyway, um. Anyway, we'll see. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. We, we have a. We have a new look tomorrow. We have a new look. We have Mike Hoffman. And Jake Evans is a maybe. And Jake Evans is a maybe. He there was some. Um, worry yeah there was some concern that he might have a concussion but it was a he's not ryan paling for fuck's sake said definitively it's not a concussion you know who's like out out is max pacioretty oh yeah he got like busted up pretty good he got like a you know broken bone or something like that no it was so broken foot out for I think they only said six weeks. Yeah. He's a hockey team at home. He'll be fine. Yeah. I remember when I busted my wrist, (laughs) I was out for four. You can send one of his seven (laughs) children to go. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. Leave a little girl in. It'll be fun. Oh, my God. I've never seen photos. I don't don't think I have either. That must be so fun for all those boys to have a little sister. sister. Absolutely. I know my big brothers enjoyed having a little sister. Yeah. When I'm over in Vegas, I'll try to see if I can find them. Yeah, go check them out. Max, hey. <laughs> they live in some, like, cookie-cutter neighborhood. Has to be like, all, where all the houses look the same. I wonder if they live in that one where that, um, there's a community there that was put together by eccentric billionaire aircraft, uh, Howard Hughes. Howard or, Hughes. Somerset, is it? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, Howard Hughes. No, no, that, that community in Las Vegas still exists. Like, it's still running on the fucking mutual fund that Howard Hughes put together fucking years ago, and it's still there. So, he wanted to make a, he wanted to make an idyllic community, and they're still there. No, this, this looks like a more modern community where all the houses look exactly the same. Mm. But, um, I I just remember because of the, uh, gender reveal that they did, where all the, where all the boys hit their pucks and that all the pink dust came flying out. So, I, 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 because I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm weird and a bit of a stalker. I was paying close attention to what the houses looked like. Yeah. I'm sure the neighbors appreciate it. Like (laughs) the pink, the pink dust all over the place. My car. (laughs) It's like a Lebowski standing there when they're, you know, putting the ashes out and the wind blows and it just hits him. And he's like, 
hopefully Damn Mrs. Pacioretty can just close the factory now because she's had <laughs> oh, yeah, a daughter. We're, we're done. Yeah, it's just like don't don't shut down the discotheque. Yeah, but close the factory. <laughs> All, right. All right, we're way past time. Okay, sorry. That's guys. it. Done. We, we won't be here next week. Nope. We won't be here next week. Nope. No happy hour next week, you guys. Because Dave will be in Vegas. Unless I can figure out a way to do it through my laptop, which hmm. it'll be okay. We're gonna take we're gonna take a break, and then we'll be back, and we're gonna have fun together. I'm gonna have a Dave. fucking crazy weekend. I know that much. Jesus Christ! Yeah. I can't point properly. Crap. Which hand is it? There we you go. would Dave. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be. So you got to point like this way. Up. Oh, so for oh, because see what. Because Veronica I'm should be here. here oh no, I it's all jacked. <laughs> well, I mean, after I after I edit it, Dave is gonna be in Vegas. Um, I heard that the Korean barbecue is really good in Vegas, Dave. If you're a Korean barbecue person, I'm gonna be drinking in Vegas. Being yeah, a he's gonna be freaking nightmare down there. As one does. EDC starts at six and stops at oh, that's four right. for EDC. What does EDC mean? Electric Daisy Carnival. <laughs> oh. <laughs> for like, you know, eighteen hours a day. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. I went to a Sunday. French restaurant there. It was absolutely wonderful. They have very the good piano food there. Bar. Everybody's really nice in Vegas. It is really nice. Everybody's great in Vegas. Everybody's really nice. Like it was one thing that I was very surprised about was that everybody was so nice. I was like, I yeah. just want to stay here and be friends with everyone. Yeah. Robbie and I went uh, went to a piano bar on my birthday in the Bellagio. The piano bar, you know what? 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 What is? What is the hotel where they had the chocolate sculpture of um, a flurry? Bellagio was that Bellagio I think it was yeah so there's a piano bar there that we went on my birthday and we sat at the actual bar and talked all night with the guy behind the bar and you know he was like I just like I wanted his number like he was so great Mm -hmm. everybody Mm -hmm. was everybody was great the um my mother Steve and I frequent a bar let's see which one is it is it a sporty d's or something it's a titty bar it's a lot of fun. The girls are great. They're, I'm sure they are. It's not like it's not like a bada bing. All right, it's a. Fun. It's not the bada bing. <laughs> no, no, no. But I don't know for whatever reason, my mom loves that place, and so we just go and it's a super good time. And Steve doesn't okay, complain, and I don't complain. Time, it's great. I can't wait to go back to what Vegas. Is, what's that place called? Sporty D's. Sporty D's. So whatever that place was, that the hotel, you know, the hotel with the fountain outside where the the, the Washington Capitals and Ovechkin was swimming. That Mr. Hotel. D's sports bar. So what was that? Oh, Mr. D's. No, whatever hotel that was with the, with the big fountain outside where the Washington Capitals were like bathing themselves after they won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> I think it's Villaggio. Ovechkin just, he's having it. He he's out like, with it. Oh my God. The, the happiest summer, man. He was not sober for like. On the planet. Months. Three months. <laughs> Mr. D's has a website and a photo gallery. I, oh, I was really Christ. happy to see a vegetable in the Stanley Cup fucking finally. That woman has Luca Fox. I shouldn't be surprised. Okay. All right. That's it. Bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. See you in a couple of weeks, everybody. Bye, 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 bye. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe now.
Go. Oh.